What is going on? We are back for episode 21 of the Media Captain Podcast. Stephanie Parks and Jason Parks. <laughs> and guys, we are in a we're filming in a weird location today. <laughs> it's really um, weird. I'll let Stephanie uh, tell you about it. So right now we're in our, we're in our parents' basement. We set up this little card table just like facing the wall with two chairs. It's actually a pretty sweet setup and a pretty sweet table, but it's just kind of weird that we're in our parents' basement. So it's Mother's Day right now. <laughs> I, Stephanie and I barely get to see each other during. Well, if we get to see each other, there's hardly any free time. So I texted her today. I was like, Hey, should I just bring? When mom's making dinner, should I bring the microphone? Actually, he texted me and he said, I'm bringing the microphone to do a podcast. Here are our next five episodes. Well, hey, it's been like, it's been two or three weeks. Yeah. And it's funny because we, we, we had a console uh, earlier in the week and somebody was like, oh my gosh, you guys are brother and sister. And they were like, I could hardly stay at my sister's house for, you know, two or three days. And it made me think for a little they were bit. were like, wow, you guys work together and you podcast together. You guys are so cool. No, they didn't say that. <laughs> they, they, left, they, they left the last <laughs> That's part what out. I took away from it, though, that we're so cool. All right. Well, on today's episode, uh, episode 21, we are going to be talking about um, bidding on profitable uh, services and products. So when we say bidding, we mean on Google Ads. Um, so when you're setting up ads, really a- any kind of ads, you really need to pay attention to what you're bidding and how much you're bidding and how much you're spending um, based on what your profitability is. And so let's uh, let's take a step back for a second. So you either have a, you're either a service-based company, let's say like the media captain, and you have different services. You have uh, search engine optimization, you have um, pay-per-click, you have graphic design, you have web design. Well, all of those services, when you're running a business, um, there are some that are more profitable than others. Uh, for example, for our agency, graphic design, like it's a complementary uh, service, but it's not, it's not one that a lot of people call in about and ask for, um, you know, it's not, it's, it's not one of our more profitable services. So in setting up an ad campaign, if you're not doing it right, you might have all of your services out there. So be careful about that. And that's kind of on... You might have all of your services out there and you might be bidding the same on all of the services. And you can't do that because if there are ones that are more profitable or do better than others, you have to bid more on those or less on the ones that are not as profitable. Yeah, and one of my, uh, an example that always sticks with me is that we were working with a law firm, a personal injury law firm, and uh, another um, PPC company was running all of their AdWords. And once we got our hands on the account, I logged in there and um, was able to see that all of their clicks were coming from workers' compensation. And I think the reason the agency was doing this, because it had a cheap cost per click of like 3 or $4 per click, I believe, on workers' comp. Well, maybe it made the metrics look good in terms of clicks, but when I told the attorney this, he was furious because he was like, workers' comp literally is not where we focus on. We focus on medical malpractice primarily and auto accidents. So we had to shift the strategy. But that's just an example that if you're not keeping an eye on it and you're letting somebody else just do this for you, things can spiral out of control. And it's it's really important that whether you're doing it yourself or you're having someone else do it for you, especially if, if somebody else is running your, your ad campaigns, you, you have to understand the business. Yes, there are you know things that you do in any ad campaign, but 
there's an element that a lot of people kind of skip over and that is the the kind of the knowledge of the business and what's going on and you need to make sure that if someone is running your ad campaign for you that they know you know what your top services are what your profit margins are what your best-selling products are what your best-selling services are because if not sure you can just look at the data but you you got to have that um you you have to have that element to it or is where it's understanding what's going on in your business. Yeah, and if you just let, uh, if you're just thinking a company's gonna run your Google ads and um, let's say you're a business owner and you think a company's just gonna run your Google ads and um, you're not gonna need to give any input. They, Think again. Yeah, they can't, the, <laughs> the, the campaign's just not gonna, not gonna be as good. So you need to be invested as the owner and give them all of the, the knowledge that they can gain. And, and not only that, make sure um, from a search term and negative keyword perspective you know if somebody doesn't know or understand your business they're not going to be able to pull out what what search terms are very relevant or not very not very relevant some of them i'm sure will be obvious but you want to make sure that they are sending you the search term report so you can go through and let them know what keywords are not relevant to your business and so they can set those as negative negative keywords. They can they can do it. They can do, you know, a, a search through for the obvious, but you, you want to be the one doing it. You don't want somebody else to do that for you. Yeah, and we have a document like on uh, the media captain that we send off to our clients that lists out all of the search terms and we kind of put together a key telling them, you know, highlight the the search terms that are irrelevant and then point, you know, point out the one keyword in that search term that uh, is really that word that's just not going to convert. So there's some, I mean, there's the some. clients, they like doing it too. They don't oh, mind well, it. Well, they like doing it because they actually see the search terms. Yeah. Most agencies aren't transparent in giving out the search terms. So they get to see the search terms and they're like, oh, this is really cool. What's bringing people to my site? But there's just some sectors like safety supply. Uh, on, on, I mean, there's just a lot of different sectors that we don't know. Well, whatever um, it is, even if even if it's something that's not very complicated to understand, you know, it's still the business owner is going to be the best person to go through that and, and get the, the, the most relevant and least relevant keywords. Yeah, but there's some industries that are very hard to understand. Yes. And you look at the search terms and, and they look like, like what the... it looks like another language. And those are the ones that you have to run by uh, the business owner. So once, once you start adding those search terms as negative keywords, um, obviously that improves the overall uh, performance of the campaign. Um, and that's really just on the, the agency side with uh, bidding strategically. So also you wanna make sure that like when you're putting, when, when you're building out these campaigns, um, you can create one campaign, let's say for the media captain, you just call it services, and then there'd be different ad groups for the different services. So you'd have an ad group for SEO, you'd have an ad group for PPC, and you can bid differently um, based off of the profitability of those uh, of those different services or based on like the part of the component of the business that you're wanting to grow so if you're really looking to grow web design well you might want to put uh, more of a bid into that and then also there's also segmentation where you can then just create it in another campaign so it's ha has its own completely separate budget and it's not sharing with the different ad groups. But that's the nice thing about ad groups too is that you can control the budget w while still having something separate and something that can differentiate one from one from the next. Um, it also makes it easier to kind of look at the data if you have them split out that way because you can easily see what's performing better and what's not. Yeah, and so now that's kind of on the that's that's on the service side. Um, now we're going to go into the e-commerce side because it's just 
fascinating what we've learned over the years with Durham Warehouse from you know Google Shopping and, and a product that's $10 versus $100. So we'll get into that in a second. But before we do that, um, if you guys could leave a review on iTunes, on Google Play, anywhere where you're listening, that would be great. That's how... Um, that's how we rise the ranks on on these different podcast uh, outlets. So um, just a short review would mean the world to us. Yeah, we'd really appreciate it. Um, so let's get into e-commerce. Not sorry, I I keep getting distracted just looking around this basement and, and <laughs> seeing like a, what I can see. It's, there's it's a, it's a goddamn mess down here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to you. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much stuff down here, and I just every time I look up i see something new that i want to go explore we've had, a so, lot of, we've had a lot of parties down here yeah, back in the yeah, back in the day a ping pong table that was sweet yeah what happened to that a lot of good beer pong experiences yeah, on that on yeah. that ping pong table um okay we're talking about e-commerce not beer pong this is gonna be a hard, be I know, a hard it's, segue it's to tough. get back into okay um e-commerce so we've tried a lot of different things to kind of make our all of our our campaigns within our for our e-commerce business more profitable um if this is your first episode that you're listening to we run durham warehouse which is an e-commerce site selling skincare and beauty products um we are a reseller we don't make our own products we sell other brands products on our site we have about 90 different brands we don't sell our own products yet stay tuned stay stay tuned because we have a spoiler alert (laughs) we have a development coming on on that front that will bring to your attention and that will bring a whole nother level of media captain podcasting to the mix yep um but anyway again distracted back to durham warehouse e-commerce google ads um we've tried a lot of different things over the years um at one point jason called me and he was like i'm a genius isn't that isn't that every day (laughs) yeah pretty much but this is like one of the first times that you did it and he put together this profitability chart you remember that? Yeah, I don't know how I, I don't know how I did it because like he like, and- he like blacked out for a whole day and the, the result of not not like drunk blackout. He just like doesn't remember what happened. He has no idea how it came to be. But what I know is that his wife had a lot to do with it. <laughs> she did. I was like, here's the idea, and then she was able to put a lot of it together. So so we got this profitability, and we, and we knew because our okay, we have a thousand SKUs, let's say, on our site, and they range in price from. to $500. So when you think about that, you cannot be bidding the same on a $10 product than you are on a $500 product. It just, it doesn't make sense. And and also we knew across the board, like there's a thousand SKUs rather than having to we, we knew pretty much that it was either a 40 or 50 percent margin for us, a profit margin on, on all of the products. So the profitability chart took in all of that into account, the price of the product, uh, the profitability, and then that was allowed. And, and choosing bids makes it, choosing bids becomes a lot easier when you have all of that information. It's harder for, you know, a service or something that doesn't necessarily have a, a price point to it. You don't know what your level of profit is um, or you don't know at what level you become profitable but when you're actually selling a good you know how much you're spending you know how much you need to be able to be profitable so it's a little bit easier to determine the bid but we had to play around with it a lot Um, but but what we knew is that you know we could not bid the same on a very cheap product as a very expensive product and we started out literally going through product by product putting in putting the numbers into this profitability chart, which just ended up being way too 
big of a task. Yeah, but it, but at the same, it, it it was a huge task. I think it gave us just the overall premise of how yes. of how we need to bid. And I think if you just let Google like automate the bidding and 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 select the bids for you, it's just going to be really dangerous because they could be bidding $3 on a product that's $25. So I think the key to that, and a lot of people really like the automated bidding options. Um, A lot of people like enhanced CPC, but I think the key to that is that Google cannot make these determinations about what to bid on your your on your campaigns if they don't have data. So if you're just starting out with a campaign, if you're just creating it for the first time, you can't allow Google to to automate the bidding because they don't have anything to go by. They don't know what to do. But if you have a campaign that's been running for you know, months or years and you have a lot of data behind it, then Google can really come in and start to make more educated decisions on what your bid should be Um, and then you can really tell whether or not it's working yeah a hundred percent and also on just from a segment thank you jay (laughs) from from a segmentation standpoint um you know you could be setting up campaigns of products that are uh 75 to 100 dollars, 100 to 125 dollars. like there's different ways you can be segmenting and that's that's just more realistic like for us to go through every one of a thousand products and put a different bid on every single product and then have to go back and manage that it's i mean it was it was impossible i, yeah. I just couldn't do it and that's where tags also come into to play where you can labels just, yeah sorry labels where you can label different um campaigns to to show the price point so you could be looking more closely at that um and you know also like we're talking about google right here but i'm just going to segue over to uh facebook for a minute i mean like facebook a lot of it has a lot cheaper cost per click you know than than um google so it might not be a google play for your e-commerce product and it was interesting i just had a a a meeting um at a client's this past week and facebook's just killing it for them i mean they're they started from nothing and they're going to do over five million dollars uh, and, but they don't want to be complacent. So because of that, they're wanting to test out on Google Shopping and uh, potentially on Amazon. I'm not going to get into the details of the client, but I will say that I know it's not a Google Shopping play. And um, it's, it just depends what the product is. But if it's, um, you know, so it's if it's apparel that apparel a lot of times people don't know what to search for they just want to buy it when they see it and that was the case in this instance of why it's doing so well on Facebook Um, but same sort of thing Facebook just has a lower cost per click it converts better it has uh, it's just better on that channel than um, Google so we're talking about Google PPC and we're talking about you know products well same thing on Facebook you don't want to put a lot of money into a product that's a $25 product and you're gonna have a hard time sell you know selling and being profitable on and another thing with google shopping to consider when you're when you're determining the bids um for us google shopping has not worked well we just heard somebody say this week that google shopping works for like 70 percent of people and not for 30 percent of, of the people so i guess we're in the unlucky 30 percent of the population that google shopping just sucks for um and i'm really pissed about it yeah and we're gonna we're gonna try and figure it out well we've been trying to figure it out for years but we're still trying we're not giving up but gosh we're pissed not not with that tone of voice (laughs) no No, we are going we're going we're going to figure it out but something to keep in mind especially if you're if you're like us and just like getting destroyed by google shopping um 
for that, like Google just pulls in thing. You you don't have any control over the keywords, um, but you can still create a bid for for the different products that you're selling. Um, and one thing that we're really going to try is just going very very low on the bids for Google Shopping, like. You know, we have some products that are expensive products and we're bidding a few dollars on Google Shopping and it's just never really worked out well for us. So we're going to kind of shift gears and we're just going to lower all of our bids dramatically um, because we still think Google is going to use up our budget and maybe if we're not spending as much, it will work out better. Yeah, and guys, one one thing for all the business owners and, and marketers out there, Stephanie and I this past week, we, we did a consult with, with, with a PPC expert, and we know what we're doing, and we feel like we know what we're doing better than anybody, but every, I, I would say every quarter, we try and do a consult with somebody in the PPC industry, the SEO industry, just to get their two cents and get a different perspective because we don't know everything and we're always- Everybody has different different methods and different ways of doing things. And just because we have a way that works doesn't mean somebody else doesn't have a different way that, that also works. Um, so for us, you know, as, as much as we think we're the best, uh, no, just kidding. Um, kind of. As much as as much as we feel that we know and and we can share our knowledge, there's other people who know different things and have different experience than us, and we like to talk to them. Yeah. Um, because you know that can only give us ideas, and it gave us a ton of great ideas that we're super excited to try out. Yeah, and I mean it wasn't it wasn't cheap, but like the amount of money that we're managing on the Durham Warehouse side, I've in previous podcasts we've talked about the exact amount of money that we're that we're spending on the Durham Warehouse side and what we manage for our clients. So anytime we can get a console, um, we had one last year that like we did not really agree with the guy's strategy, um, but it was still interesting. We tried it. We, yeah. we, you know, we learned some things. We tried it. We, we did take stuff away from it. Um, so even if it's not something that you necessarily agree with, as long as there are some tidbits that you can take away from it, and even if those things are, well, you know, I think I'm doing things right. After hearing this other person, I have confirmed that my strategies are right. Even that is a, a win, I think. Yeah, and I, I think for, uh, and I'm not saying you go to the media captain for this consult, but I mean, the upfront strategy, we've talked about that in, in prior podcasts as well. The upfront strategy is so important. So to make sure when you're setting up a PPC campaign, you have it structured well. When you're doing SEO, making sure that the strategy is sound. Um, make sure you get another opinion on it um, because you just don't want to, uh, it, it can set you back a ways. So you always want to be uh, learning and improving. And however much money you're going to spend on doing any kind of consult, Think of how much more money you could either be losing or gaining by getting, you know, getting someone else's two cents. Yeah. So I think, is there anything that we, is there anything else that I haven't hit on that? I don't know. I'm just looking at this painting right now that looks like a, like a three-year-old painted it, but our mom painted it and it's like really funny and well, cute. it probably would have been better than what I would be able True. to paint. It's mine. just, it's just funny. Um, yeah. So that's all that's on my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a distracting yet a good one. So I think uh, even even from an SEO standpoint, guys, like let's say you need to optimize your your site. Like a lot of times, what do you do? You have to go page by page on your site to make sure it's all optimized. Well, you don't have to. I mean, you can once a page has been optimized, you can implement that. So make sure you're prioritizing the pages that are most profitable for your business first, so you can get that I wasn't out there. Sure, where he was going with that, and I was like, wait, that's not our topic today. I know, but it, it's. <laughs> I, get, it, I get it, it now. Yeah. I get it now. It tied. It tied in. You did it. And, and and not only that, but even from like a backlinking perspective. 
impressive. Um, you know, if you want to get links to like one specific page, I mean, link distribution is really important, or you're writing blog posts that are going to link to, you know, a service page, make sure that you're focusing on um, products and services that are that are profitable for you. Because if you overlook that, you're overlooking a big component. Yeah. So make sure you're paying attention to your bids. If somebody else is managing your ad campaigns for you, you know, you should still be looking at what they're doing. Not saying you have to micromanage them, but um, take a look and, and make sure they're they're doing what they should be doing um, and, and make sure you're you're bidding differently on different products and services based on either price or profitability or a combination of both. And guys, I'm going to say it again. If you've listened to more than two of our podcasts and you have not left a review, leave a damn review. We want to get over 30. We're at 21 reviews. So uh, help us out, folks. Please. Come on. We're spending our Sunday in our parents' basement podcasting for you, sharing all of this knowledge. We're taking this 20 minutes away from our mom on Mother's Day for you. I, I'm not taking it away. She's in the zone right now in the kitchen. So true. I'm not going to I'm not gonna mess That's with true. that. That's true. All right. Bye. We're really doing it for ourselves so she can make us a delicious dinner. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. We'll be back next uh, podcast. Bye.